0: Heavenly Father, we thank you for carrying us through and through, Lord. Thank you for helping us to believe you more and more. Lord, we just thank you, Father God, that we're able to read your word going down the highway, Highway 5, today, the 30th, or June 30th. And we thank you for the red pickup truck, Lord, that we're in right now. Thank you for providing, Lord God, a fire chariot red super duper cab for us to travel in Lord thank you for blessing us Lord supernaturally and Lord we're reading today's word we thank you that you open our eyes and our ears Lord as we read your word 2nd Kings chapter 17 verse 1 to 18 verse 12 Hosea son of Elah began to rule over Israel in the twelfth year of King Ahaz's reign in Judah. He reigned in Samaria nine years. He did what was evil in the Lord's sight, but not to the same extent as the kings of Israel who ruled before him. King Shalmaneser of Assyria attacked King Hoshea. So Hosea was forced to pay heavy tribute to Assyria but Hosea stopped paying the annual tribute and conspired against the king of Assyria by asking the king Saul of Egypt to help him shake free of Assyria's power. When the king of Assyria discovered this tre- tre- treasury tre- sherry, He seized Hosea and put him in prison. Then the king of Assyria invaded the entire land and for three years he besieged the city of Samaria. Finally in the ninth year of king Hosea's reign, Samaria fell and the people of Israel were exiled to Assyria. They were settled in the colonies in Halah, along the banks of the harbor river in Gozan and in the cities the means this disaster came upon the people of Israel because they worship other gods they sinned against the Lord their God who had brought them safely out of Egypt and had rescued them from the power of Pharaoh the king of Egypt they had followed the practices of the pagan nations the Lord had driven from the land ahead of them as well as the practices the king of Israel had introduced. The people of Israel had also secretly done many things that were not pleasing to the Lord their God. They built pagan shrines for themselves and all their towns, from the smallest outpost to the largest walled city. They set, set up sacred pillars and asherah poles at the top of every hill and under every green tree. They offered sacrifices on the hilltops just like the nations the Lord had driven from the land ahead of them. So the people of Israel had done many evil things arousing the Lord's anger. Okay. Yes, they were
1: delicious. Excuse me, waiter, can we get our checks? No.
0: Uh, I think I forgot my wallet back in the cabin.
1: Tell Murray about
0: a guide. Yes. The Lord has sent his prophets they offer sacrifices on the hilltops just like the nations the Lord had driven from the land ahead of them. So the people of Israel had done many evil things arousing the Lord's anger. Yes, they worshipped idols despite the Lord's specific and repeated warnings. Again and again the Lord has sent His prophets and seers to warn both Israel and Judah, Turn from all your evil ways, obey my commands and decrees, the entire law that I command your ancestors to obey, and that I gave you through my servant the prophets. But the Israelites would not listen. They were as stubborn as their ancestors who had refused to believe in the Lord their God. They rejected his decrees and the covenant he had made with their ancestors, and they despised all his warnings. They worshipped worthless idols, so they became worthless themselves. They followed the example of the nations around them, disobeying the Lord's command not to imitate them. They rejected all the commands of the Lord their God and made two calves from Meadow. They set up an Asherah pole and worship Baal and the forces of heaven and all the forces of heaven. They even sacrificed their own sons and daughters in the fire They consulted fortune-tellers and practiced sorcery, and sold themselves to evil, arousing the Lord's anger. Because the Lord was very angry with Israel, He swept them away from His presence. Only the tribe of Judah remained in the land. But even the people of Judah refused to obey the commands of the Lord their God, for they followed the evil practices that Israel had introduced. The Lord rejected all the descendants of Israel. He punished them by handing them over to their attackers until he had banished Israel from his presence. For when the Lord tore Israel away from the kingdom of David, they chose Jeroboam, son of Nebat, as their king. But Jeroboam drew Israel away from following the Lord and made them commit a great sin and the people of Israel persisted in all the evil ways of Jeroboam. They did not turn from these sins until the Lord finally swept them away from his presence, just as all his prophets and warned. So Israel was exiled from their land to Assyria, where they remain to this day. The king of Assyria transported groups of people from Babylon, Kudha, Abba, Hamat and sephar Baim and resettled them in the towns of Samaria, replacing the people of Israel. They took possession of Samaria and lived in, the, in its towns. But since these foreigners, settlers did not worship the Lord when they first arrived, the Lord sent lions among them, which killed some of them. So a message was sent to the king of Assyria, the people you have sent to live in the towns of Samaria do not know the religious customs of the God of the land. He has sent lions among them to destroy them because they have not worshiped him correctly. Wow. The king of Assyria then commanded, send one of the exiled priests back to Samaria. Let him live there and teach the new residents the religious customs of the God of the land. So one of the priests who had been exiled from Samaria returned to Bethel and taught the new residents how to worship the Lord. But these various groups of foreigners also continue to worship their own gods. In town after town where they live, they place their idols at the pagan shrines that the people of Samaria had built. Those from Babylon worship idols of their god Sukkot Benot. Those from Kurha worship their god Nergal. And those from Hamat worship Ashima. The Abites worship their god Nibhas and Tartak. And the people from Sepharvaim even burned their own children as sacrifice to their gods Adramelech and Anamelech. <laughs> These new residents worship the Lord, but they also appoint from among themselves all sorts of people of priests. To offer sacrifices at their places of worship. And though they worship the Lord, they continue to follow their own gods according to the religious customs of the nations from which they came. And this is still going on today. They continue to follow their former practices instead of truly worshiping the Lord and obeying the decrees, regulations, and instructions and commands he gave the descendants of Jacob, whose name he changed to Israel. For the Lord had made a covenant with the descendants of Jacob and commanded them, Do not worship any other gods or bow before them and serve them or offer sacrifice to them, but worship only the Lord who brought you out of Egypt with great strength and a powerful arm. Bow down to him alone and offer sacrifice only to him. Be careful at all times to obey the decrees, regulations, and instructions and commands that he wrote for you. You must not worship other gods. Do not forget the covenant I made with you and do not worship other gods. You must worship only the Lord your God. He is the one who will rescue you from all your enemies. But the people will not listen and continue to follow their former practices. So while these new residents worship the Lord, they also worship idols and to this day the descendants do the same. Hezekiah son of Ahaz began to rule, rule over Judah in the third year of King Hoshea's reign in Israel. He was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. His mother was Abijah the daughter of Zechariah. He did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight just as his ancestor David had done. He removed the pagan shrines, smashed the sacred pillars, and cut down the Asherah poles. He broke up the bronze serpent that Moses had made. Because the people of Israel had been offering sacrifice to it, the bronze serpent was called Nehushtan. Wow. Hezekiah trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel. There was no one like him among all the kings of Judah either before or after his time. He remained faithful to the Lord in everything and he carefully obeyed all the commands the Lord had given Moses. So the Lord was with him and Hezekiah was successful in everything he did. He revolted against the king of Assyria and refused to pay him tribute. He also conquered the Philistines as far as distance as Gaza and his territories from their smallest outpost to their largest walled city. During the fourth year of Hezekiah's reign, which was the seventh year of King Hoshea's reign in Israel, King Shalmaneser of Assyria attacked the city of Samaria and began to siege against it. Three years later, during the sixth year of King Hezekiah's reign and the ninth year of King Hoshea's reign in Israel, Samaria fell. At that time the king of Assyria exiled the Israelites to Assyria and placed them in colonies in Halah along the banks of the Harvard River and Gozan and in the cities of the Medes for they refused to listen to the Lord their God and obey him instead. They violated his covenant, all the laws that Moses the Lord's servant had commanded them to obey. Wow
1: the study
0: guide on it? Okay, this today's study, 2 Kings. Well, first it's uh, most asked questions. Does God give up on those who are unfaithful to Him? The king of Israel and Judah had a major role in the history of the divided kingdoms, but the people also played a part in what occurred. They followed their wicked rulers and it is clear that their own hearts strayed from God. 2 Kings 17, 9 and 11. They participated in Jeroboam's religious practices and worship at the pagan shrines. But God's Old Testament people are sometimes portrayed positively. The people of Judah rejoiced over the removal of Athaliah and the installation of Joash as king, 2 Kings 11:12-18 and 20. At times the people were instrumental in the succession of kings, 2 Kings 14:21 and 23:30 or were responsive to godly leadership 2nd Kings 11:17, 18:36, 18 36, 23 1 to 3 and 21 to 23. Yet despite God's separated warnings through his prophets the people of both kingdoms became set in their apostasy 2nd Kings 17 13 22. So God righteous wrath burned against them and their leaders and he brought his threatened judgment upon them 2nd Kings 17 22 and 23 chapter 21 10 to 15 22 17 23 26 27 God thus acted according to his covenant and then with them even though he longed to restore his people yet God never gave up caring for his people Hosea 11:1 through 11 and Leviticus 6, 26, 27 to 39. He rescued them from Sine- Sina and promised that a remnant would again thrive in the land. Second Kings 18:23 and 19:37. Jehoiachin was treated well in Babylon, which no doubt renewed hope among the repentant of God's people. God promised to one day restore his people from exile and give them fellowship with him in the land once again, ruling over them. Through his chosen king, the descendants of David, Jeremiah 23, Whew. Anyway, today's study is 2 Kings 17, 7-17. The Lord judged the people of Israel because they had copied evil customs the nation ignored God and had rejected his purpose but they honor God and that they honor God and be a light to the world in all this they aroused the Lord's anger time and time again had sent prophets to warn them about how far they had returned away from him and to call them to turn back finally God did what he said he would do He. he enacted justice by bringing judgment on nation Deuteronomy 28. God's patience and mercy stretch beyond any patience or mercy we show others he will pursue us until we either respond to him or make up ourselves unreachable by our own choices and hardness of heart then God's judgment is swift and sure the only safe course is to turn to God before Our stubbornness puts us beyond redemption. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the people that stray. We thank you, Lord God, that you will, Lord, you will capture people's hearts. Fix them, Jesus. Fix them. We just give to you, Lord, all our family members, Lord God, that you will guide them and teach them your ways mercifully, Lord, faithfully and, and, and Lord, with grace we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, Acts chapter 20. Do you have anything on this?
1: Well, just that finally a king that was, you know, seemed pleasing in the Lord's sight. I mean, every time you open the book of kings, it's so-and-so dead evil in the Lord's sight. So, Zechariah? Yeah, was it Zechariah or Isaiah O's, O's, or something? He's in there. Hezekiah.
0: Hezekiah. Hezekiah.
1: Okay, Hezekiah. And the Lord was with them. And he helped them a lot. Um, so yeah, he was just, just sad. You know, just kept doing the same thing—the idols, the worshippers, the poles. The, so you just wonder why people just go off on their own.
0: Amen. Okay, Acts chapter 20, verses 1 through 38. When the uproot was over, Paul sent for the believers and encouraged them. Then he said goodbye and left for Macedonia. While there he encouraged the believers in all of the towns that he passed through. Then he traveled down to Greece, where he stayed for three months. He was prepared to sail back to Syria when he discovered a plot by some Jews against his life, so he decided to turn through Macedonia. 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 Several men were traveling with him. They were Sopater, Sopater, son of Phyrus, Phyrus from Berea, Aristarchus and Secundus from Thessalonica. Eilonis from Derby, Timothy and Tychicus and Trophimus from the province of Asia. They went on ahead and waited for us at Troas. After the Passover ended, we boarded a ship at Philippi in Macedonia and 5 days later joined them in Troas where we stayed a week. On the first day of the week we gathered with the local believers to share in the Lord's supper. Paul was preaching to them, and since he was leaving the next day, he kept talking until midnight. The upstairs room where we met was lighted with many flickering lamps. As Paul, as Paul spoke on and on, a young man named Eutychus sitting on the windowsill became very drowsy. Finally. He fell sound asleep and dropped three stories to his death below. Wow. Paul went down, bent over him, and took him into his arms. Don't worry, he said. He's alive. Then they all went back upstairs, shared in the Lord's Supper, and ate together. Paul continued talking to them until dawn, and then he left. Meanwhile, the young man was taken home unheard, and everyone was greatly relieved. Wow. Paul went by land to Asos, where he had arranged for us to join him. While we traveled by ship, he joined us there, and we sailed together to Mitai The next day, we sailed past the islands of Chios. The following day, we crossed to the island of Samos, and a day later, we arrived at Miletus. Paul had decided to sail on the past Ephesus. Paul had decided to sail on on past Ephesus, but he didn't want to spend any more time in the province of Asia. He was hurrying to get to Jerusalem if possible in time for the festival of the Pentecost. But when we landed in Miletus, he sent a message to the elders of the church at Ephesus asking them to come and meet him. When they arrive he declared you know that from the day i set foot in providence of asia until now i have done the lord's work humbly and with many tears i have endured the trials that come to me from the plots of the jews i never came i never came to me from the plots of the i never shrank back from telling you what you needed to hear either publicly or in your homes i have had one message for jews and greeks alike the necessity of repenting from sins and turning to god and having faith in our lord jesus and now i am bound by the spirit to go to jerusalem i don't know what awaits me except that the holy spirit tells me in city after city that jail and suffering lies ahead but my life is worth nothing to me unless i use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus, the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. And now I know that none of you to whom I have preached the kingdom will ever see me again. I declare to you, to you that I have been faithful. If anyone suffers eternal death, it is not my fault, for I do, didn't shrink from declaring all that God wants you to know. So guard yourself and God's people, feed and shepherd God's flock, his church, purchased with his own blood, over which in the Holy Spirit has appointed you as elders. I know that false teachers like vicious wolves will come in among you after I leave, not sparing the flock. Even some men from your own group will rise up and distort, distort the truth in order to draw a following. Watch out. Remember the three years I was with you, my constant watch and care over you, night and day, and my many tears for you. And now I entrust you to God and to the message of His grace Amen. that he is able to build you up and give you an inheritance with all those he has set apart for himself. Amen. Amen. I have never coveted anyone's silver or gold or fine clothes. You know that these hands of mine have worked to supply my own needs and even the needs of those who were with me. And I have been a constant example of how you can help those in need by working hard. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus, It is more blessed to give than to receive. When he had finished speaking, he knelt and prayed with them. They all cried as they embraced and kissed him goodbye. They were sad most of all because he said that they would never see him again. Then they exhorted him down to the ship. Amen. Okay, let me read today's study. It says right here, Acts 20, verse 18 and 21. Paul served humbly and with many tears, but he never quit, never gave up. The message of salvation was so important that... He never missed an opportunity to share it. And although he preached his message in different ways to fit different audiences, the message remained the same. Repent and turn to Christ by faith. The single most important goal of prayer Paul's life was to tell others about Christ. Philippians 3, 7 and 13. It's no wonder that Paul was the greatest missionary who ever lived. God is looking for more men and women who will focus on that one great task that God has given them to do. But following Jesus is not an easy road. Being a Christian will not solve or remove your problems. Examine your attitude towards wealth, comfort, and God. If you focus more on what you want and on God's kingdom, it's time to re-examine your priorities. Amen. Anything?
1: Um like what he said um,
0: for the grace of God which is able to build you up amen That's, there. and now I entrust you to God and grace. the message of his grace, grace that, is that is able, able to, to build, build you, you up, up.
1: amen I like that
0: and give you an inheritance, inheritance with all those he has set apart for himself
1: hallelujah amen an inheritance
0: hallelujah um,
1: about the guy who fell down
0: yeah. A young man, uh, maybe he hit the bushes or something or Paul healed him, but he wasn't, uh-huh. he wasn't he was hurt, hurt. Yeah. he was alive. It said he was dead uh-huh. and then when Paul picked him up in his arms he was alive, so... Yeah. What
1: was it he was doing?
0: Oh, that he, that uh, he was leaning up against the window and he was, Paul kept preaching at midnight the kid fell asleep and he slipped <laughs> off the window outside and he fell. Because was, Paul was going to leave the next day, and, uh, so he needed to talk to the Ephesians. And had the,
1: and said there that the Holy Spirit um, was telling them what was about to come, about jails and some other things.
0: Yeah, that the Holy Spirit kept giving him warnings yeah. and seeing that he knew that trials and jail was coming. Yeah. You know, that was his future. You know, and, and it was, you know, he still went to Rome and then he started sending back letters to the Ephesians Amen. and everybody, every place he visited already. Amen.
1: And he was really concerned. He had been there three years and he was really concerned about the people about the the, the woods coming in and undoing his work.
0: Amen. He said people will come try to create a creative following of interest uh, and ones among you,
1: yeah, even you know, will
0: fall. Right. It's kind of like if people get contaminated with their own, you know, they'll get uh, get tired and then they'll get contaminated with other, other people's thinking, you know.
1: Yeah, so uh, he was real concerned At about he's that. He's
0: telling them, remember me that I was with you for, for three, three years preaching yeah. the same message of grace. Yeah.
1: And follow
0: Jesus. Yeah, and um and something about the grace of God or something. Amen. That's good. That's a good praying the Psalms. Join every created thing by praising the name of the Lord for who he is and what he has done. Join every created thing by praising the name of the Lord. Yeah. Psalm 148, 1 through 14. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him from the skies. Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all the armies of heaven. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all ye twinkling stars. Praise Him, skies above. Praise Him, vapors high above the clouds. Let every created thing give praise to the Lord. For He issued His command, and they came into being he set them in place forever and ever his decrees will never be revoked praise the Lord from the earth you creatures of the ocean depths fire and hail snow and clouds wind and weather and obey him mountains and all hills fruit trees and all cedars wild animals and all livestock small curring animals birds kings of the earth and all people rules Rulers and judges of the earth, young men and young women, old men and children, let them all praise the name of the Lord, for His name is very great. His glory towers over the earth and heaven. He has made His people strong, honoring His faithful ones, the people of Israel who are close to Him. Praise the Lord. Amen. Proverbs 18, 67 Fools' words get them in constant quarrels, they are asking for a beating. The mouth of fools are their ruin, they trap themselves with their lips. Fool, the, the words of a fool get them into constant quarrels, they are asking for a beating. The mouth of fools are their ruin, they trap oneself with their lips. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for the reading of Your Word. We are blessed that it's called today. Amen. Amen.